YouTube video one time that said a gentleman should not unbutton his, undo his tie and unbutton his top, top button. And I thought, this gentleman has not been to an apostolic church before. <laughs> Low, low, Christian joke. Y'all won't understand. Y'all won't understand. You get saved, you don't want to do your pop-up. And then that truth is going to shut up. I need your prayer tonight. Um, because I have no... Let, let's put it this way. I, uh, I feel very uncomfortable this afternoon when I was planning to preach and turns off everything. And, and I got here to the church and and uh, even right up until time of praying for service and before coming up to the front, I saw typing some notes up here um, for church. Um, I have a message from prayer and I just felt very comfortable about it. It just, it just didn't sit right with it. And uh, it just didn't feel like that's what I needed to say. And uh, well, uh, there were some, some scriptures that I was writing down a few days ago, and I, I planned that I was going to put a sermon together, you know, three points in a poem, maybe a couple jokes, and that really, really kind of gets you right into the end of the third bit. Um, nevertheless, I, I just have a couple of with the message I planned to preach, and, and I was going to say, Lord, you know, this is what you want to preach. Hey, let me in on it. Right? I don't want to waste anybody's time and uh, I don't want to bore people. So uh, this is this is what I, I had written down a few days ago. And, and it made me some scattered thoughts. Oh well, I y'all never have scattered thoughts with me. It's like Astro, you get the scattered mother in the Me. So I, I'm just going, if I can put a title on this, I, I don't know what else to tell you, but just strange things. That strange things. Strange things. I want to read, and I, I, I don't have a whole ton of scripture. I don't even have any structure here, so gotcha. I bounce around a little bit. But I feel like this is what the Lord wants to tell us tonight. And if you'll help me, we're going we're to just dive into the word a little while. I want to read to you from 1 Peter chapter 4 and uh, in verse number 1. Your Lord, help me. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Why'd you not look it up? 1 Peter. First, uh, first Peter chapter four, verse number one, and uh, this is what the Word of the Lord says. It says, "For as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin." Somebody else say Amen to that. That he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men. But to the will of God. And the church said, Hey, woman. For the time past. Somebody say, My past. My past. Woo. Why don't you go ahead and go past? Oh, yes. Oh, man. Some old sinners in the house about to say, Yes, Lord. Oh. <laughs> said, For the time past of your life, 
may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles. And somebody said, oh me. When we walk in lasciviousness and lusts and excess of wine and revelings and banquetings and abominable idolatries. Said that was your past. That was before. But, but listen to what verse 4 says. It says, wherein they, who is they? Them. Everybody out there. All the folks you used to get high with. Everybody used to get drunk with. Everybody used to carouse with. Everybody used to run around with. They think in They think it's strange that you run not with them. They think you're a nut because you don't run with them like you used to, and you don't get stoned with them like you used to, and you don't get drunk with them like you used to. I mean, and you don't carouse with them like you used to. And you don't talk like you used to. And you don't watch the same things. And you don't listen to the same things. And you don't talk about them. They think it's strange. Put up the stranger things and go He said that. He said his title. He said he guesses That you rush not with them to the same excess of rights. Speaking evil of you. That old friend of yours. Man, they, they call Kill that much behind the back now because they think you're a nut. But here's this, verse 5. Who shall give account to him? That's you. They think that you're a nut because you don't run around like you used to. But see, you realize that one of these days, the Bible said, I've got to give an account to God. He says, who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead? So, there we go. A message titled Strange Things. There we go. Look at your neighbor tonight and tell them you are weak. You're a weak man, dude. You're a bad. Yeah, I'm alone. Come on, tell them you're an oddball. Actually, you're right. What? <laughs> you're a few French fries short of a half a meal. You fell off the gum tree and hit every, hit every branch on the way down. You are cray cray. And my nephew and my niece said, that ain't slap. That's for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Better reach me, Jake. Sit down. Sit down, strangers. Weirdos. Cuckoo birds. I've seen all the strange dudes. One flew over the cuckoo nest, and for the most of it, it landed on top of our head. I've seen all the strange dudes. <laughs> Turn me up, brother. Leave me there. Nietzsche? I got you. Well, I'm, I'm shooting from the hip tonight, all right? Well, we're going to go wherever, wherever the spirit listed. Okay? They said, he, this lady said, these folks think you're an absolute looney tune because you used to be wild and crazy, but you're not. Let me just go ahead and tell you, if you're in the apostolic church and your co-worker doesn't think you're a nut, you ain't doing it right. Yeah. Somebody say, oh God. 
Turn them back. I said, if you if you live in a house where somebody ain't saved and they don't pick you off your rocker, you're not doing it right. If you're going to school with folks that don't think you lost your mind, then you're not doing it right. Because my Bible said that when I used to be in sin, that when I used to be in adultery, that when I used to be caught up in drugs, but now I'm not. Now I'm a new creature. Now all things are passed away and all things are become new. That everybody I used to know and everybody I used to run with thinks I've lost my mind and they think it strange. Here to tell you, church, you better be strange. You better be weird. You better be nuts. You better be off your rocker. You better be cuckoo for cocoa puff. You gotta be so strange that everybody used to run and say, hey, I need to know what they found. Hey, I need to know what they got hold of. Oh, they can be strange on the sister Christian. She used to do dope with us. What's up? She looks like she's been in Pentecost since she was born. She looks like she's been around. What's up? It's strange they don't want to run with me no more. Hey, Thank <laughs> you. 
just because of him. <laughs> Swing it up here, you're like Tarzan on a rope. See, so I know you ain't talking to me, but it can't even get up a little bit. You know, throw it off the cookie. It's enough. All right, that's it. Sister Chris in the back of the room, she's sick. Yeah. 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 They know that funny man that goes to church, that used to be on drugs, that used to have his life in the gutter, but now he don't run like he used to run. He don't walk Hey, I'm here to tell you somebody, the world wants to see some people that is strange the way they live. It's strange the way they walk. It's strange the way they talk. They want to see the church that's been converted. Come on, there's enough churches that preach you can continue in sin and that you can drink and get get dumped up and sleep around with anybody you want. There's enough churches that are preaching naming and claiming and blabbing and grabbing and God's going to bless and God's going to provide. There's enough churches preaching that junk. What they need is somebody that preaches God, change me. God, turn me around. They don't want to come away and sin. Dope heads don't want to be dope heads. Alcoholics don't want to be alcoholics. They're addicted. They're chained. But what they do need somebody who they used to run with. And they look at your life and they think it's strange that you don't run with them the way you used to. And you can turn around and say, you know why? Because I got the Holy Ghost. I got the fire in Jesus' name. I got the word in my heart. In the spirit, God, my feet. Hey, why don't you come and know him? Why don't I introduce you to somebody that'll change your world? Somebody said strange things. Now when Paul, that's what happened when you start talking too fast. Say strange things. Acts 17, now uh, Paul, Paul, he waited for them in Athens. And his spirit was stirred up in him. Anybody ever been there? Anybody ever went to a city and you just got this? Went in the building and just felt this spirit stirred. Maybe it's righteous indignation. Maybe you see a bunch of unholiness and you just get this. Ah, God, I want to prophesy. You remember felt like that? See, that's what would happen. Prophets, man, they get stirred up in the spirit and they want to go preach to somebody. So Paul's just minding his own business. Walking through Athens. Maybe it's after a Georgia game. I don't know. He's walking through Athens. And the Bible says his spirit just went. And what's that? I feel stirred. I remember one time I was at Disney World and this stuff. Uh, I'm not gonna bash anybody's religion, but Muslims, you know, they believe in a false they believe in a false religion. They, they gotta get saved. I, 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 I'm not just gonna you know, dabble about it anymore. They need to get saved. And this Muslim family, we come off a ride. I forget what ride it was. I'm gonna throw the cup you want to make you feel real good and happy. 
when we came up in this man in the middle of, of, of Disney World whips out his little rug and like a ladder, like he's about to take a magic carpet ride. And right there in the middle of God and everybody starts to get down the front in the middle of thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And something went, smoke my heart. You ever got that way? It grabbed my neck, like someone reached in my chest and just, just began to squeeze. Why? Because there was idolatry going on in my presence, and my Holy Ghost didn't like it. Something happened up here with Paul that when he walked into Aspen, his spirit got stirred up. All the idolatry, he said, the Bible said, when he saw the city was given to idolatry, serving false gods, he, I feel something inside stirring up. I need to preach to somebody. And what did he say? He said, the Bible, the Bible says he disputed in the synagogue with the Jews. He started with the folks that were supposed to be saved. He got himself warmed up. And then he went to all the devout people. And then he went into the market daily with anybody that would listen. That'll preach to somebody. You go tell anybody you know about Jesus. Anybody that will give you an ear. Anybody that will give you the time of day. Get in their ear. Hey, let me tell you what God did. Hey, let me tell you what he brought me out. Hey, let me tell you how he delivered me. Anybody. Anybody that would give Paul the time of day. And because he was doing this, the Bible said certain of the philosophers of the Epicureans and the Stoics encountered him and said, what will this babbler say? And other some, he seemeth to be a setter forth of strange gods because he preached unto them Jesus and the resurrection. See, here's the deal. Why does that Pentecost seem so strange? Because nobody else is preaching Jesus. It's a strange doctrine when we preach Jesus. Not Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Not three persons in a triune unity. We preach Jesus. We preach that He was in the beginning. That He created all things. That He made all things by Himself. To Him, God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto Himself. Jesus said, If you've seen me, you've seen the Father, for I and my Father are one. Hey, I'm here today. It's a strange thing today for somebody to be able to say, Hey, I know there's one God, and His name is. You want to win a Jew? You can't talk to him. I don't believe in three gods. Hey, hey. Hey, brother, I, I, I'm with you. You're original. The Lord I got is one. I believe that just like you do. But I just happen to believe Messiah came 2,000 years ago. That one you're claiming you're still looking for came and broke himself in, the, in flesh as a son of David. And he's coming back soon. And if you'll believe in him, and if you'll repent and get baptized in his name, he'll fill you with the Spirit. Hey, you want to win somebody like that to believe in one God? Preach to them Jesus, the one true God. That's strange. They said, that's strange, God. That's weird. Why? Because we live in an age right now where climate change is a religion. Mm -hmm. Look, I know some of y'all went out and hooked the trees before you got here. And nobody in this church got an electric car. There's two men in the back that make their living with gas. One man owns a gas company. 
This fella dug coal for a living. And he made tires. Which go on what? Gas cars. They ain't a tree hugger in the building. I got a hybrid, but guess what I put in? How is that making fun of you? Strangely, we live in a we live in a generation where the new religion is some idiot in Congress, excuse my language, some person who will remain nameless. Swalwell. The other day, got online and said, Mother God, Father Mother. This all comes from this new age attitude that the earth is our mother. Let me tell you, God is your father and the church is your mother. Who did birth into a kingdom? Heaven and earth shall pass away, he said, but my word shall not pass away. We need to realize that's the strange God. That's what's being preached in our schools. That's what's being preached in the halls of our government. But I'm going to tell you what makes it strange. It's the only truth that I get to from in here to eternity. That we better be preaching a strange gospel.
Mars Hill. Right? Mars Hill. It's a, a hill dedicated to the god Mars, not the Mars bar. But the god Mars. I'm always the god. He's dead. He's, he, you know, he's not real, so it doesn't really matter to me. So he took him up to this hill, and they said, Tell me, I pray you, what this new doctrine is. Wherefore thou speakest is. You know, I love you. You know, I, I listen to people who have different opinions than me. I think it's okay, right? I really want to know what the wrong people have to say. See, y'all see, y'all just watch the news. I kind of want I want to know what they think, right? I don't know, because I need to know how to give them an answer. I need to be prepared, because the Bible says for an answer. When you come to a false doctrine, I need to be able to come and say, hey, let's say it the word of the See, this, this is the problem we're living in this age. We've got a lot of people that get YouTube pages and get Instagrams, and they went to Bible school. God bless them. They learned their hermeneutics and homiletics, and they learned how to say it, what to say, and all this other good stuff. They learned how to be good Baptists. I'm sorry for name dropping, but they learned how to be good Christians. And they got false, false doctrine. It's not their fault. Somebody preached to them a false message. But they tell us today that what we have started in the early 20th century. And because of that, we're charismatic. Now look, I know, I know y'all got the charisma. Oh, what charismatic means? It means you believe in signs and wonders. Oh my gosh! A church member, a follower of God, a person who's read the Bible, believes in signs and wonders. Katie Barnett. I can't abide anybody that would believe that the dead got raised and that eyes got opened and the blind see and the lame walk and the dead. And I'm going to tell you, today they're, they're preaching that you and I that are like Paul, that we're bringing new doctrine. My doctrine didn't start in Azusa. It didn't start in the 50s. My doctrine started on the day of Pentecost when Peter stood up and said, Repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of all the Holy but they say he bringeth certain strange things to our people. You know, here's the thing about our modern age. Modern age. Jesus' name is a strange message. <clears throat> Why? Because about 1700 years ago, the Council of Nicaea some people thought that they were going to be real brainiacs and were going to start to marry Roman paganism with Christianity. Hey, Constant, Constantine wasn't a good guy. Oh, he's the father of the Roman Catholic. I'm just going to tell you, the whole doctrine of the Trinity got started 300 years after the apostle said, there's going to be some deceivers that are going to come among you. That's why I said you need to know them that labor amongst you. Jesus said they'll be like wolves that come in sheep clothing. See, I've lost some of you. Oh, I ain't got ready to shout, now we're getting the doctrine. 
They said, these are strange things. Please help us understand. So in our modern age, we live in a generation that thinks our message is strange. Why? Because they've never heard it before. It's a new thing. But we've got to be like Paul and get up and preach Jesus. Hey, let me tell you about it. Hey, I want to tell you, the world needs to know your testimony because it is strange. They need to hear about Jesus and their baptism because they never heard it before. They need to hear about the Holy Ghost because they never heard it before. Folks you work with have no clue what the Holy Ghost is. And half the churches today that are starting to get keen on the Holy Ghost say it's a second blessing. And it's something God may give to you if you're good. Hey, no, no, no. This is what I've learned in the Bible. He said those that follow me shall speak with new tongues. This is a sign, Jesus said, of them that follow me. And I'm here to tell you today, they need to know that you're a tongue talker. They need to know that you have the Holy Ghost, that you've got something that's not a new thing, but it started 2,000 years ago on the day of Pentecost when the Lord poured out His Spirit upon the church. It's a new thing. The apostle, he went to some disciples of John and he said, Hey, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? That's what you need to do tomorrow. Stop being a whim. Bunch of sissies. See, I'm I've lost my mind in my old age. Go, go. Hey, hey, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Act like you don't, act like, like they should do this. Play dumb. For some of us, it's easier than others. Just play dumb. Have you received the Holy Ghost? Since you believe, what did they say? We said, we didn't even know there was a Holy Ghost. That's where our generation lives. Most snowflakes. They don't know. It's strange to them. But what they need is a strange person to preach a strange gospel about a strange Holy Ghost. Something different, something peculiar, something they've never heard. They need to hear what the Bible has to say and they need to hear it from you. Hey, you know, there was a Holy Ghost. Let me tell you about it. Well, then how are you baptized? See, they said in the John's baptism today, Oh, I got baptized when I was two. But let me tell you what, what would you need to do. That word baptized in the Greek is baptizo. And that means you get fully immersed. And guess what? You know in the Bible, in the New Testament, nobody ever got baptized in any other title but in the name of Jesus or in the name of the Lord. Somebody tell me what this name is. Hey, just come on, preach to somebody. You're strange already. They think you're off your nut. Go ahead and preach to them. They need the gospel. I'm going to move on. Strange things. If they're not hearing strange things out of the apostolic church, then we're doing it wrong. Thanks, Miss Chill. She's with them. If you're not hearing about miracles, let's move on now. Here we go. Book of Luke, chapter number five. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching. There were Pharisees, saved people, and doctors of the law, smart people, that were sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, 
And the power of the Lord was present to heal him. Well, praise God. The Bible's in the air. All, all, all the church folks and all the rich folks are coming to hear him because the power of God's there to heal him. He says, behold, that will preach right there. We let God get a hold of our church and everybody in town will be a part of it. You come to church to sit on your hands and don't want to do anything, just want to pass time, nobody wants to be a part of that. Nobody wants to go watch the Braves lose. Everybody wants to watch them win the World Series. Let's use that as a parable. If stuff is happening, people will follow. People will always follow a move of God. If they know, hey, folks are getting healed in, in the middle village, hey, people are getting let out. That's strange, but hey, I need a touch, and they'll follow you here. Behold, men brought a man in bed which was taken with a palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went up upon the house top, and here they did a strange thing. This ain't even in my notes. You know what? Take out my notes. You know why some of us don't get miracles? Because we're not strange. Hey, sweetheart, if I get off the rocker, just turn your head like this, okay? She's like, I will. I read in my Bible. People that got miracles got nuts. Because they got desperate. Come on, brother. Preach it right now. Get with it and preach. Hey, I'm going to tell you, you want God to do something in your life, you got to be willing to say, hey, God, I need Jesus. That's son of David. Hey, he got so desperate. He said, I know I can't get in the door, but find me a hole in the roof. Find me a way. It's a strange thing. It's different than everybody else does, but I'm desperate and I need to move from God. Come to church with an idea to be strange. I'm going to get more than I've ever got before. I'm going to do something nobody ever did before. I'm going to get in the altar before preaching. I'm going to get in the altar during the song. Hey, I'm going to run the aisles off and take up the offering. Why? Because I know i got to do some strange things to get God to respond. They went on the house stop. Just imagine them, Brother Art. Whole church, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Get ready for prayer meeting. Sister Chris got that stuff all about calling down one more. They got up on the roof. Either that or the insurance company. How much you got? We raise that. It's paid. Hope, bring it She said it's paid. Bite inside my jaw. It's one policy that never lags behind. <laughs> Chill out. Chill out. You got to pay the light bill, but man, and then that life insurance just paid up. So one insurance, you never want to find out if it's any good. So they lowered him to the roof on his couch. And the Bible said when he saw their faith, not his faith, but their faith. He saw their faith, he said unto him, Man, Thy sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? 
Oh, doctor just knocked them on the door. They almost got it. They almost had it. If they had just sang it one more time, they'd have had it. Or if he just called the altar, they almost had said, who can do it but God? Who can do it? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said, why reason ye in your hearts, whether it's easier to say, thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, rise up and walk? But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power upon earth to forgive sins, he said unto the sick, the first, the first time he's looking at their faith. Now he's saying to the sick man, I say to thee, arise and take up thy couch and go into thine house. And immediately he rose up before them and took up that whereon he lay and departed to his own house, glorifying God. In verse 26 of that chapter says this, and they were all, somebody just say all, not part, not a portion, not a fraction, not, 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 a, not a few, but everybody at the church, everybody that squeezed in that, to the congregation that day were all amazed. And when they saw one miracle, they all glorified God. They all went nuts. They all got strange. They all got crazy because one man said, let me do something a little off my back and let me do whatever I've got to do to touch God. One person in a church service can spark a revival. One person that loses their mind over a need can spark a fire that lights a city on revival. If you will just come to the house of God desperate and strange. But here it is. And they were fear, filled with fear. Not fear. You know, but with awe. Saying, we have seen strange Let me hear it. I'm here to tell you. People believed in Jesus when they saw the miracles. I'm here to tell you, every miracle that has ever been performed is not just for your benefit, but it's so that sinners might repent and believe the gospel of Jesus. I'm here to tell somebody today, you need to get limited. Get in the house of God. Get everything you got to do. And when God heals you and sets you free, be a strange person and tell everybody you know what the Lord did for you. Y'all just charismatic. Bunch of hokies. Bunch of holy rollers. When y'all gonna pull out the snakes? They start pulling out snakes, I'm pulling out my gun. I just want you to know. I'm sorry, he has a gun on him. Are you scared? I'm to make a holy snake. One good snake. It's a yes. Amen. Y'all strange folks, see, they believe in miracles. We don't believe. That's a new age. Look, I'm, look maybe, maybe I just got a little heat under my car because it's like 800 degrees up here. 
But anyhow, I'm going to let him into my car because I, I've been seeing all these saved folks online that they look like the world, but they're, they're enlightened. And they've got, you know, they went to Bible school. They've got, they got the Bible on the back wall that says that they, they've been ordained by so-and-so. And, and, and they say that you're crazy because you believe in miracles. Oh, my God. Moses believed in miracles. And he's the, he's the teacher of all the Hebrews. Moses held up his stick. And he had parted waters. What a lightsaber. It wasn't some magical water. This is a miracle. He's not as loud. The children of Israel walked through the desert and had no water. And God said, hey, hit the rock. Okay. Hit the rock and water's no more. Hey, they went to a place called water where the water was bitter. He said, throw a tree in there. Throw a tree in there. Okay, I'll throw a tree. Guess what? The waters became sweet. We got no food. Got you covered. I'm going to send you something called manna. It's called manna because you're going to say, what is it? But they don't believe in miracles. The whole Bible is miracles. Elisha made an accent flow. Daniel was live with stayed in the lion's den. Three men went into a fiery furnace and came out without the smell of smoke from their clothes. I believe in miracles. Pillar of cloud went before. Pillar of cloud is during the day and a pillar of fire at night. And when Moses got Israel to the Red Sea, the Bible said it did a, a somersault that went behind them and caused the chariots of Israel to drive hard and lose their wheels. I believe in miracles. I believe in signs. I believe in wonders. Believe it. Oh, we don't believe that anymore. And if you believe that, you're out. You're you're a heretic. I know. I'm getting. Come on. You're a heretic, and you you lost your. You're strange. Let me ask you a question. For all for all of you that are watching around the world, by the way, right now, when exactly did the miracle stop? Well, they started in the beginning. When did they stop? I wonder if anybody out there in La La Land will phone into the church tonight and tell me, when exactly did your Bible say, after a certain generation, my word will fail? Yeah. You know what? Folks, folks hate that we preach miracles. Why? Did they got Did you take the hand for a laugh at this point? You know, I don't like what you preach and what you believe because they've not seen miracles. But my Bible says and your Bible says that these signs shall follow them. 
things in the world we live in. This is strange things in the 21st century. This is strange things to all those living in the world wide well. But I'm here to tell somebody that if you're in the kingdom of God, and if you believe in my name, he said, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak death when he comes. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover somebody out of shout. I'm there outstanding. Well, hey, let me tell you, strange things follow those that believe. Strange gospel comes out of the mouth of those that believe. Strange things happen to those that believe. A strange message is preached. A strange lifestyle is lived. We're peculiar people. We're a holy nation. We're a royal priesthood. We're supposed to be a little bit strange. We're set apart. We're holy unto God. Hey, I'm here to tell somebody, the Bible said you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses of the people in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria. And the uttermost part of the earth, so that the whole earth will know that my people are strange. Strange things. All right. See, old preacher said, I'm getting ready to close. Pull my Jeff Martin. Five minutes, five more minutes. That boy's strange. <laughs> His grandma said, I'm mm -hmm. sorry, I ran out of laughter because I laughed too much. Oh, I feel good now. Yeah. I am, I'm getting ready to close. And I can't lie in the house of God. One last, one last strange thing. Look, I know I've been all over the map. I'm like a politician in election year. I've been all over the map. Well, the only thing different is I'm telling you the truth. This ain't making That's why they won't put me on CNN. One last thing. One last strange thing. Do you want to hear one more strange thing? This is what the world thinks is so strange about us. Because you believe to witness Christ and to die. Folks walk around the church, and I wish the Lord would take me today. Weirdo wants to die Thirty-four years old, two kids, a wife, new house, got a nice car. Went to Disney World last night. Sure, this was Jesus came today. You know, I, I want to go to heaven. I want to go when the Lord's ready. But I'm not trying to get in the express lane. I saw you touch the camera. I was like, I still need to go back to the church. I'm going to have to go back. Yeah, Jackson, man. 
I'm not too in a hurry, right? You know, I, I'm not going to step in front of a train or anything. But the world thinks you're strange. Because you talk about going home. Like, your house is right down there. You're home already. You're strange, dude. I just feel so homesick. You were at home last night, but come on, you're 34 years old. You left your mom alone, how can you be homesick? See, I'm not talking about that. I'm homesick for my heavenly home. In the world... Outside these walls don't understand that the church is just, I'm just fed up. I'm done. I'm done with this world. I'm finished with all of its politics. I'm finished with all of its cares. I'm done with all of its worries. I've had enough funerals. I've had enough cares. And enough, although I'm here to tell somebody, the world doesn't understand you. Right. Strange thing. Strange, but it's okay though. Because while everybody in English thinks you're cool, and while your children are all in this house, what's somebody else While your family and your loved ones. Think you have lost your ever loving mind. Remember that you are the spiritual seed of Abraham. And by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, he obeyed. And he went out, not knowing whether he went. And by faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country. You see, the Bible says that they that say such things declare they seek country. Moses named his first son Gershom for he said I am a stranger in a strange land this world is not my home I'm just a passing through my treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue the angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. I'm here to tell somebody it's strange, but I'm just a sojourner in a strange land that's not my own. For I am looking for a city whose foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Strange things, strange things coming from strange people, seeing strange miracles, preaching a strange gospel. Oh, I'm here to tell somebody I'm in a strange land, but I'm on my way to a land of promise. 
me tonight, music comes. I told you this was going to be a strange message, a strange words from a strange man. In an age where everything's about how much you get, getting gain and building houses, buying fine clothes and new cars, the church of the living God is a strange people living in a strange country, saying strange things. Jesus said, they are not of the world, neither is I am not of the world. We're strange here because we're not laying up treasures down here, but we're laying up treasures where we are. I'm wondering if there's anybody here tonight that will shout out the top of your lungs. Stop it, I'm stopping. Hey! No. 